Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. It's going to be hard to move forward if the emergency break of internal confusion is constantly besetting us. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. We're helping believers to live out their faith in the context of the world and their local church. We've been talking about responding to the Holy Spirit. And we're going to cover that again today. And I'm going to be in 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. Basically, the premise that we've been operating on found in Romans 8 and James 4 was that the Holy Spirit dwells inside us and gives us the power to overcome being led by the flesh or dictated to by our senses, what we feel, what we touch, what we see, smell, taste, etc., okay? And that uh, we should be believers who are living our lives based on what we believe, not what we feel. But in order to do that, we need the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. So with that as a foundation, I want to jump to 1 Corinthians 2. And I want to read verse 9 to you, okay? And verse 9 says, But just as it is written, things which eye hath not seen, and ear hath not heard, and which have not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those that love him. And and usually when you hear that read, it's like dramatic. Like, all things that we have not seen or heard, which God has prepared for us, and it's left at that. You know, I've heard it read at funerals like that. But but verse 10 says, for to us, (laughs) God revealed them through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. So what has the Spirit revealed to us? All things, verse 9, that God has prepared for those that love him. Okay? Wow. So we know, you know, believers that struggle with the love of God. And I think sometimes they're trying to get that through human affirmation, which is part of it because we might know the height, the depth, the length, the breadth of the love of God with all the saints. So there's a part of that that is accurate. But when we really understand all that God has given us, we understand the free love of God. The mark of a Holy Spirit and dwelled person is the love of God flows in them and the love of God flows out of them. How about that? It's not that they have, you know, you know, crazy personalities and they do bizarre, weird things. Okay. It's that the love of God flows in them and the love of God flows out of them. God has revealed to them what? Through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. Now, one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit is to sort you out. It's to sort me out. It's to sort us out. So that when we're contemplating things, and, and I, 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 no, I'm not even talking about struggling. That's a whole other category, which is true. But I'm just saying we're contemplating. We're contemplating. God, what are you saying? What are you doing? What does this mean in my life? How do I feel? Do you ever feel something or think something and say, no, why am I thinking that? Why am I feeling that? The Holy Spirit helps sort that out. 
So there's not internal confusion in us. It's going to be hard to go forward if the emergency brake of internal confusion is constantly besetting us because the Holy Spirit is not sorting those things out. Again, if you go to Romans 8, you read this same teaching in in a different form, in different words, about the Holy Spirit searching deep within us. So the Holy Spirit brings clarity to things, not confusion to things, okay? If you are chronically confused, if you're chronically indecisive, I would invite you to really say, Lord, Holy Spirit, please take take one thing at a time and please sort this out. There are people that go back and forth all the time and they're like that man that's driven by the sea. They're double-minded and they don't get where God wants them to be and they don't get what God wants them to have. Now, verse 11 says this, For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, or just like, the thoughts of God no one knows except the Spirit of God. Wow. So what he's saying here is that God knows all these thoughts and he is able to sort them out. He's able to hang them on the right hook. He's able to categorize these things. He's able to clean this up for you so that you can think clearly and you can think uh, with a real blessing. Now, what's the end result of that? Look at verse 12. Now, when now, not later, now, we have received not the spirit of the world. Did you notice in James 4 and Romans 12, when we talked about being led by the spirit, that the one conflict was the world, because the world wants to lead us. The world wants to get your attention. Okay, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. So he says here, we've not received the spirit of the world. The world didn't save you, okay? God saved you. We've not received the spirit of the world, but we have received the spirit who is from God. Why? Why has God given us a spirit? Listen to this. So that we may know the things freely given to us by God. We're right back to Romans 12, right? Where it says, I believe it's Romans 12, 14, that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. In other words, when you're led by the Spirit as a son or a daughter, that's where you get your inheritance. That's where you find your inheritance. And so we're seeing the same thing, the same principle taught here again, Now, remember, especially in this writing, he's talking to the Corinthian church, which we know has a lot of vanity, uh, a a lot of carnality. There's a lot of flesh. And so he's not just saying, hey, get your act together. He's saying, this is how you get your act together. You allow the Holy Spirit who dwells in you to have domain in you, and you respond to his promptings and to his leadings. And when you do that, he will give you the power to set aside the impulses and the direction of the flesh to slap the ownership of the world off of your shoulder. And then you understand what has been freely given to you by God. And when you understand that, I think the natural conclusion is, why would I trade that in? Why would I trade something in that's eternal and made of gold 
for something that's temporal and made of rust. Why would I trade that in? That's the revelation that he is talking about here. He says in verse 14, the natural man does not accept the things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness to him. You know, there are probably things in your life if you've been pursuing God that you maybe used to giggle at. Maybe when somebody witnessed to you or maybe when you didn't believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit or you didn't believe that God could speak to you or or whatever it may be. Their foolishness. He cannot understand them because they are spiritually appraised or spiritually discerned or spiritually figured out or spiritually understood. So the Holy Spirit who lives inside is who not just we encounter in a great corporate worship service or in a moment of being used by God, but the Holy Spirit who daily lives in us is always attempting to show us the things that are freely given to us. Remember, the Holy Spirit lifts up Jesus and Jesus died for us. He redeemed us from the curse of the law, according to Galatians 3, that we might receive the blessings of Abraham, according to Galatians 3.29, Uh, And those are a lot of blessings. You can read about them. But the Holy Spirit is now in us revealing these things to us. So here's a question for you. Are you walking in revelation? Not just understanding, but revelation. Is God revealing to you what Christ has done on the cross through the Holy Spirit? When you approach God, do you come on your own merits? Let me just say this. If you come on your own merits, that's a sure sign that the Holy Spirit is not revealing things to you that need to be revealed. And if you come on your own merits, you'll be shy about approaching God, as you should be. I mean, if I was going on my own merits, I think I'd run the other way. But because the Holy Spirit is reminding me what's freely given to me of God, I don't approach the throne based on what I've accomplished or what I've done. I've approached it on what's been freely given to me by God. This is the life of the person who is responding to the Holy Spirit. I has not seen, ear has not heard the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But the Holy Spirit has revealed them to us. Is he revealing things to you? Are you walking in revelation? Remember the the apostolic prayer in Ephesians 1. Pray for the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened for revelation, right? That we may know what the hope of our calling is. That's, that's revelation. These are things that the Holy Spirit brings. Two people can be sitting in the same room, have the same intellect, have the same experience. And they can hear the word of God and one processes it intellectually and one processes it spiritually. Allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal things. Respond to the Spirit, not to yourself. Let the Holy Spirit sort things out and bring you to some conclusions so you're not constantly debating yourself internally on the direction that you should go in. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Just reach out to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, help me. Teach me to be conscious of you and to respond to you in Jesus' name. The Holy Spirit dwells inside us and gives us power to overcome being led by the flesh. We should be believers living out our lives based on what we believe, not on what we feel. In order to do that, we need the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. 
Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.